Where are all my friends? Sydney Ham. I see my friend. We're reunited. Hello, friend. Hey. Podcasts are podcasts are auditory medium, so people can't see me grinning from ear to ear like a freaking treasure cat. Unless you subscribe and view on YouTube. Subscribe and view on YouTube. Tiana, maybe some air horns to start it off. I don't know. Um, Otherwise, I'll stand in. I got you. I'm ready. (laughs) Well, I love and miss our banter a lot. And for a listener that doesn't know, we met right before we met about a month ago mm-hmm. and we hosted uh, panels at Porsche at South by Southwest. We did. And damn it, that was fun. Holy cow. Was that a time and a half? It was so A good. hoot and a half. It was. All of it. <laughs> and it was fun because both of us didn't know each other at all. And mm-hmm. we were both really excited to do it. I mean, like for me, like you heard me, you heard my ramble of like, I can't believe it because I came to South by with music and my favorite brand is Porsche and we're hosting this. No, but it was like the greatest, most epic, most wonderful energy to come into because like for people who don't know me, because why would they? Well, These wonderful, wonderful Andrew fans. Hi, my name is Sydney. I'm an actor. Uh print and I actually do that I say (laughs) for anybody who doesn't know you start off by saying what you do so you're a natural I just like come into a space automatically feeling like I have to explain my presence or normally yeah well normally it goes like a little bit of banter and then I'm like all right so to start things off tell us who you are and what you do briefly and you just did it well gosh I mean someone give us a show because we work (laughs) Well together, in my humble, humble opinion. Yeah, no. So I am just an all-around creative. I do the acting thing on TV and film. Um, You also can find me in a couple commercials here and there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do print and runway modeling. I'm represented globally for that. And then um, I am also a live show host, which is why I got brought onto the team, why I got to work with you. And um, I've been doing this for about 10 years professionally. Yeah, we're like at like nine-ish or so. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they say that you're an overnight sensation if you've been doing this for 10 years and then suddenly your household name. So look out for me in a year, kids. <laughs> Yo, yeah, actually, though, then. the fucked up part is from the outside looking in, I would anticipate that you legit will be like on in about a year. I mean, God bless you for that. Can I record that? And oh, we are recording yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're it's literally on. recording it. I'm going to send that as a soundbite to all of the casting directors and say, Timestamps. Andrew said it. Andrew said May it. May 2022. I'm letting y'all know. May 2023, we will have failed you if no. that's not the yeah. case. <laughs> well, no. So like that's that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast is like, yeah, we had so much fun together hosting that at South by and like obviously had a vibe and a rapport and just a certain dynamic. And people mm. were like, how long have you guys been doing stuff? Together? And we're like, uh, we met a day ago. We literally, but, I met you on the phone. Yeah. I met you on the phone because we had a mutual friend, my friend. SJ. Who is SJ. Yeah. He is amazing. SJ Park, what's up? Shout uh, out. But we went to college together. Yeah. So he's the one who threw my name in the hat because yeah. he knows what I do. He was like, oh, don't you worry. The whole team is amazing. The rest You'll is You'll take Andrew. It'll be great. And I was coming in from another project where I had zero sleep and I was really nervous because I wanted to do a good job for SJ. I wanted to do a good job for Portia and make sure that I wasn't like failing race service because yeah. this was my first live hosting gig in front of an audience yeah in front of a live audience that was crazy huh yeah that was wild well wait but before i before we because i do want to talk about that but my point to why i wanted to have you on the show was oh please yes i legitimately feel it like 
when I met you and when I heard what you were doing, when I saw it, it really clicked of like, holy fuck, like you do this. And the whole oh, point you. of this podcast thank is you. like the how I built this of creative careers. And like, my God, is that you? And you uh, do so many things, but you were the star of a Lifetime movie. And it came out how many months before we did that? It came out. We, we were figuring out what that. It, it was, was like, like March 11th or something yeah, that like, we were working together. Yep. It came out just shy of a month prior. So like three weeks. Yeah. So three like, weeks before I met you. This mm -hmm. to me, like outside looking in, like not knowing and I want to hear about the nine years leading up to it. But like that's that thing of like, oh, yeah, like she's about to be an actress that, you know, like oh, that's the proving you. ground of like, cool, like you were the feature in this movie and you're getting all these commercials nonstop. And on the podcast, admittedly, I have a lot more friends probably coming from the music world. Mm -hmm. so, but like that doesn't I, I'm so equally intrigued in other industries. And that's why, like, I feel like I don't have so many questions for you. But like, that's so fucking cool for me to see. And I legitimately, like, I'm not just saying it to be like, oh, yeah, cool. Look out in a year. Like, it's like, no, like, that makes about sense. Like, if you keep doing exactly what you're doing. I mean, it's, I appreciate it. You're, like, going to have me blush in front of company yeah. for those who do <laughs> subscribe. It means a lot because, like, even having known you for the short time that I have, like, when we met and that mm. was, like, my big roundabout way of saying, like, when we met and people were sitting there thinking that, you know, we had been friends for a long time, that we have this working relationship or that like we come as a duo mm -hmm, even. People mm -hmm. were like, how can we book you two right. together? Who's yeah. your agent <laughs> together? And that is due in no small part to you and the fact that you are so good at what you do, your natural curiosity for every part of the industry and things that have nothing to do with it. And then the way that you retain information and you are so naturally enthusiastic about it, like that was what I was starting to say was, you know, like, yes, I've had this experience and I've worked really hard to try to make sure that you know, my resume is quite diverse so yeah. that I can adapt to these different situations. But with all of these things going on in my mind that you had no idea about, you were so welcoming on the phone. <laughs> like I was literally about to get on a plane. I was leaving like this crazy situation, which was an amazing project, just in case anybody ever listens to it or figures out the timeline of this. It was, it was amazing. It was just like, everything about this life is very last minute and you have no idea what's happening from one moment to the next. Yeah. And so then to come in and be so welcomed by you, you know, and, and it's just very clear that, you know, what the heck you're talking about. Well, so. I will take that compliment and hopefully that can also say that I have early intuitions on people that are about to come up. Oh, There's certainly you. been a couple I told you so moments on the podcast already. <laughs> Although again, I already feel like you're popping. Ah, oh, thank you. So, uh, as much as we probably could just gas each other up and be like, no, you're cool, you're cool. Like, yeah, I yeah. Legitimately, and I will like, for the next two hours. <laughs> Y'all ready to yeah. buckle in? Let's go. I legit though, like as much as we got to spend time together, mm -hmm. I didn't really get to learn your come up story. And that's mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to do on this podcast is to learn like, cool, this person that has this talent that's been working on it for so long that now is having success. Where did that come from? And, and how did you find that initial passion? Because the hopefully the idea is people anywhere, any point in their career can relate to that and find inspiration in it. And we can encourage more and more people to do the shit they actually love. So to actually be happy and not, you know, 
that's kind of, I don't know. Pretend. Seems I don't cool. know. Yeah, it, it, it might be the thing. You know, what's so neat and also really nerve wracking is that there's like no one way mm. to do this work. I knew from the time I was probably three years old, my mother is one of the finest actors I've ever come across. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that with any kind of, I, I can genuinely be very objective mm -hmm. about that. Um, my parents met cause they were singers and they had the same managers or ma yeah, management. Mm -hmm. Oh, so and this that, runs that story, in your family. It runs in the family. Like art is very, um, Art is very valued in my household. Mm. Music is very real. Like we all have a very visceral response. There's music going all the time. Someone is singing all the time. Like mm. my sisters and I sing together. My mom taught us to, uh, you know, harmonize together and everything. So like we'll perform together. Oh, Please wow. don't ever ask me to sing solo though, because like my stage fright is off the charts <laughs> with Funny. that one. But like, you know, one sister is like destined for Broadway. The other um, loves to do commercials if it's all three of us. And then my love is acting for it. Let me just like slap the microphone because yeah. I talk with my hands too much. <laughs> I hit it but, so yeah. much. That was another thing when I first started, like it would be like, and I thought, I think it would make <laughs> such a big noise. And it's like, just like a tiny little ding. It's a tiny little ding. Yeah. Okay. Just in case. Sorry, friends. Um, no, but yeah, so like it kind of was just always a thing for us. And the reason why I've just never deviated from, mm. I've never strayed from the path. I saw my parents sing at our cousin's wedding. Yeah. Well, and I was watching my mom and I went, I want to do that. I want to do what mommy does. I want to do what mom and dad do. How old were you? And I was three. No, oh, yep, wow. Okay. Yeah, so like, like three. Like Four as little yeah. of a kid as you I can really of like making little. your own memories and being like, I love this. Yeah. Like it was early. My first memory is my sister and I are born on the same day, three years apart. Cool. Yeah. My first memory is about her. And then my second is I want to do what mommy does. <laughs> like, wow. And it was the performance thing. And it's literally always been that. And, you know, I mean, I went through different phases of like, I want to be a doctor and be a veterinarian. I was like designing wedding dresses for a second because, yeah. you know, cool. TLC Say Yes to the Dress is my life in the summer. Never seen but that like, show in my life. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> Seems cool. Guilty pleasure. Wedding dresses yeah. all day, every day. Yeah. Um, staple of the summer. But but still, it was always a performance thing. I actually went to a high school um, in the Inland Empire, Rancho Cucamonga High School. What's up? They had the most incredible performing arts program no for shit. both theater and um, choir. Cool. And so I was doing that. And they actually had us participating in these festivals, these statewide competitions. And I started placing. I was training with my mom through it. Whoa. Yeah. And so I started, we were doing like Shakespeare festivals. We were doing, um, you know, um, like, I don't know, regular schmegler whatever where it's contemporary or it's this or it's that and so i started doing the monologues because i mm -hmm. liked working alone <laughs> oh cool okay. and yeah and so it was like that was the thing and then one thing led to another i ended up going to cal state long beach and one of my judges worked at for the the competitions growing up was a professor he, no i don't know way. if you know the show phil phil the future Wait. Disney Channel. Yeah. Yeah. The dad, Craig Anton, was um, I walked in the room to do the competition thing, like to do one of the rounds, and I was like, <gasps> Phil, Phil, Phil of the future. Yeah. I was like, 
freaking out no like right way. before I have to do this thing. And so I asked him for a picture and I still have it with my hideous bangs and it was raining outside. So, so my hair awesome. is starting to curl because I have na- a natural fro. And then years later, he ends up being my mentor through college. Wow. Yeah. Have you showed him the photo bag? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did. I was like, I'm sorry to do this and expose myself. But like this is and he goes, I remember that cool I didn't, he didn't like put it together before because right. naturally he sees so many people but I, like i love though that you did show him that because i think like i think it's so cool to show the people that have been like early mentors or inspirations or like those mm-hmm. moments where you're like look it's full circle like yes i hate it when those people are too circle. cool and shitty yeah but that's no. very rare to be honest like it's rad when they're like oh, yeah fuck yeah i've just been quite lucky because you know i've definitely dealt with a lot of different personalities that were not you know, ideal for, uh, you know, cultivating self-confidence, fostering the, <laughs> the passion. I can but only I've, imagine in this I've industry. I've been so lucky to have had support in my family mm-hmm. and then come across really magnificent people in this industry specifically. Yeah. And so like, anyway, that was a really so long it. way of, I did, I did. I actually, I was in the theater program for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, my my mentor was my intro to theater uh, teacher because I hadn't mm. declared my major or anything yet. And mm. I was still trying to figure that out. I ended up leaving the program because I wanted to have, um, you know, half my family works in medicine, half of them are in business. And so I wanted something that was versatile so that I could do that because I am genuinely passionate about those things. I'm a por que no los dos or why not? All the things. So like, mm. so when I, I was in my intro to theater class, my teacher was Craig Anton, mm. um, and I I did that on purpose. I knew I knew I wanted him. I knew he worked there. Oh, and cool! And so I sought him out. There was one assignment because it was just like a filler class for most people with credits. There was one assignment where um, you know we all wrote out you know a monologue about a memory, and we had to switch and perform someone else's. Mm. And so I Whoa, was cool. like, "This is my time. This is my moment. Oh. We're going to show him that I'm serious about this." After that, I did my thing. After that, he pulled me aside after class and he was like, I'm teaching a 400 something class next semester. Mind you, I was 17. I was a freshman Mm. and I was really scared. And he was like, you're going to have to audition for it. Like with the performance majors, if you get approved by the department heads to be in the class, like it's an intro to film class. Mm. So I ended up being in a class with all juniors and seniors because I got in. Whoa, And cool. um, so I learned that second semester of my freshman year. And right after that, I got discovered by my current agent. Whoa. So I couldn't do both because I was a full-time student. I was working and auditioning ends up being a full-time gig as well. I would imagine. So to then try to be a full-time theater kid, because really... there's so much with performances and you have to do the crew stuff and you have to learn all this everything and like you know there's there's so much extracurricular that's Mm. involved it's actually kind of difficult to Mm. be a theater major or it's more difficult than you would think um my mentor said you're gonna learn on the job so go ahead and just go out there damn crazy it. yeah so you left early so to i just left go do your i thing. had one year i had my first semester of of you know intro to theater i had my second semester of acting for the camera with craig anton and it was magnificent and then the rest of it has just been me and my mom since i was little because she actually did study she did yeah. study. so like all these different techniques and everything like 
she's taught me. I just like don't really know the names. Like I believe Meisner. Yeah, yeah. Meisner. I'm not gonna be the one. All the, if there are a bunch of theater kids in the like listening at any point, they're gonna be like, she's an embarrassment. <laughs> if you're a theater but, kid listening yeah. to this right now, please let me know. <laughs> We got to write in. I highly doubt it. I think you could say anything yeah. on that. Everyone like, sounds cool. It's so <laughs> funny. But yeah, I mean, and I know like I talk far too much. Like I get I get bogged down in details. But the thing is, you never know mm. what detail might like spark something for mm. somebody. So that's like why I always end up just sharing everything. No, I love it. But um, what I'm hearing is like you took maybe a more traditional path of formal education of like, cool, I at a very young age, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is what I want to do. I'm going to go study it. You went specifically to a school. Like you're pretty strategic about it. Yeah. And then plot twist, you kind of get this early chance to be like, all right, fuck it. Like not necessarily drop out, but like, oh yeah, no, I guess like, it, I withdrew. It is. Yeah, yeah. I withdrew from the from the theater aspect of it. Right. I ended up getting a degree in human development. I'm a social scientist. I'm a behavioralist. Like I can work in a lab. I can work in a school. Like Oh, holy shit. So you didn't So I didn't drop didn't out of drop school out. at all. No. You withdrew from that. From theater. Mm-hmm. Did it IRL just yeah. doing gigs mm-hmm. and still got like a proper degree? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, because that's why. That's why my 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 uh mentor told me like it might be better if you don't do the theater degree oh. because you are not planning to leave school Dang. or you're not. Pl- I was a double major at Whoa. the time as well. I was pre-med psychology. Yeah. And I was and then I was going to do theater. And the thing was, like, I wasn't formally declared or anything like that, but I was doing the course load to prepare. Yeah. And so I stayed long enough to prove to myself that I could do it, get the grades I wanted. Yeah. But I also was like losing my hair and not happy. Yeah. And so um, because I think like, you know, human development is four different disciplines. It's uh, psychology, anthropology, sociology and biology, all the ologies. Um, Yeah. But it's just much broader perspective of humanity. It just gave me more freedom to, you know, decide that if slash when this performance thing is no longer for me. I can go do so many more things than if I just had my specific psychology going on to psychiatry degree, yeah. you know? Damn. I, I, what a wildly interesting foundation that you built. I don't think I've talked Thank to you. anybody that knew that they wanted to do the thing, studied the thing, had success at the thing, had somebody tell them not to continue formally studying the thing and to go out and do it, but then still get a proper degree in formal education. Because then to carry on in your story, you didn't go into any of those industries that you graduated school from, right? Your, Your career in acting and everything else you were doing picked up enough where that just was your thing, right? Well, so actually. Oh. Actually, another plot twist. Yeah, Here we go. I love this. So part of the degree I had to intern somewhere. Mm. And then um I found this nonprofit called Ability First. I'd mm. already been connected to them through a few organizations I was involved with. It's like a center for um not like a it's a center for um adults and children with special needs. So they were very important to me. They still are. I'm still in touch with everyone at that center. And then we, I became a lifeguard too. I got my cert. Oh no shit! Yeah, because we had a warm water pool, so I was doing aquatic therapy, warm water aquatic therapy with those clients, but then also with the senior citizens of Dang. the community. Wait, so like, 
my best friends are 80 years old. <laughs> but wait, isn't your feature film, you're, uh, you're a swim instructor? And ha- you better believe that <laughs> I said great. that in the audition because they were like, please note if you were a competitive swimmer in high school or college and blah, blah, blah. And so I straight up said, I never did competitive swim. Please don't ever ask me to do competitive swim. I will not look athletic enough. But I am deep in shallow water certified and have been for the past three years and blah, blah, blah. Like, and so I did. It was it was so funny because like that absolutely came into play That's while so we were awesome. filming and everything. But yeah, so when I had graduated the um, I graduated from Cal State. I had already been doing the internship for, you know, two months or something. At the end of the internship, they offered me the job. Mm. And it was very flexible because it's a nonprofit. The work is hard. The turnover is very high. I ended up being there for, let's see, 2017 to 2021. Oh, wow. Four years. Wow. Yeah. But the thing was that, like, if we put all together the time that I was physically on site, it probably less than that because they were letting me leave or call off for auditions. There was one point where I got, I had submitted for, uh, to be considered for a photo shoot in Mm -hmm. Chicago the night before. And then the next day I walk into work, uh, I sat down, I was there for 10 minutes and then my phone starts going off because I found out I got the job and I had to be on a flight three hours later. So damn. And I had to drive an hour away to get to the airport that had the flight leaving at the, you know, in order to get me there in time. So um, they worked with me 110%. And like, that's interesting. Yeah, like really poured a lot into me. And that's the thing is like, I stayed a lot longer at a place that, you know, it's not that they don't have mobility by any means. It is a, you know, this is not an ad for Ability First, but it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an incredible group of people. They really believed in me as an individual, knowing what I wanted to do the entire time. Mm-hmm. But definitely, you know, it's it would be considered, the position I held is mm-hmm. considered a stepping stone. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I was thinking about as you were saying it is yeah. since then you haven't worked like a formal job, right? No. Like now this is your thing. Yeah. But like I, that has to be so challenging for anyone trying to get into acting and film because because you gotta make it. You're not meet. paying your bills yeah. off of random auditions or being an extra ever, ever. So like you have to have that stability, but you have to have something that's understanding enough to be like, hey, I need to leave in an hour because right. this just happened. Well, and that's the thing is like, it's it's so unheard of. There is no, no one in their right mind would let me just run off right. on a full, I had a full shift, like mm-hmm. eight hour shift. Yeah. And they're like, yep. Get and out they of here. went, do you okay. think though? I mean, I'm sure they weren't happy, but they were like, right. They made it. We work. said it. We said we'd do it. So here we go. Do you think though, like I'm thinking kind of like bigger picture of like anybody listening to this or somebody that, that has, is in a similar industry. Is that a common theme that you've noticed amongst your peers of like, you kind of, everybody has to find that job that gets it as your starting you know what? point from what I hear. So here's the thing is like being a good employee is mm very important to me because I have such hard workers in my family. Mm -hmm. And then also um, just being considerate of other people's time, promising I'm going to be somewhere. And then bailing is just like, it physically harms my being and my soul. And and so such a point of respect. It, yeah, yeah, it's, it just, and it's very deeply ingrained in, you know, the person that I've become because of what I've been taught. The common theme is that you get fired everywhere. That's what I've heard is like, you have to be ready to be fired and just keep going for that other weight 
waiter or waitress job, keep going for that other temp situation. And like, because your eye is on the prize and it's tunnel vision and it's this, that, and the other. And I'm just not built for that. Wow. So like peers or coaches or, or professionals in the industry that are telling people who are trying to make it, they're just like, yeah, like go get that job, be ready to get fired when you have to take an audition more or less like the, i mean the, it might not be the same for everyone and far be it for me to yeah ever like not, insinuate like that i'm the end say, i'll be yeah. all here but from the friends that i speak with all the time from the i mean and mind you i have so many colleagues and friends on set who work as much as or more than i do i've been very lucky because i have had a weekly hosting gig to count on Cool. And my agent negotiated a rate that made it livable mm. for me. Mm. And I literally landed it the day before we went into that national lockdown. Holy crap. And they decided to, I had like a month or two of uncertainty, uh-huh. um, but I moved back home with my parents because like it's a pandemic. No one's lived yeah. through this before. So I wasn't panicking because I was like, no one knows what's happening. Like totally. I'm not alone here. Yeah. Um. I still had my day job, like, but I told them I can't come back right now because everyone in my family is immunocompromised, this, that, and the other. So, and they understood that. Like, no one can argue with that. And they weren't trying to. So, I just like took a second. And then, probably like two weeks into it, that's when the company that I host for called and said, We want to take this weekly. Do you? Or like, we want to do another one. And then it was a month total where they were like, We're going to be weekly. Wait, can you say what it is? Do I know? Oh, yeah. I work for, um, I work for Shannon Romway currently it's a global fashion brand and um yeah it's like that's the digital hosting that's the digital hosting thing so it literally like and even when it was live we Mm -hmm. had one live show yeah i was in a studio yeah broadcasting i can't see the audience because it's live streaming on their app whoa so So that's why it was so different when we did Porsche, and there's just like people there and they laugh when you tell a joke and you're like exactly and so but the entire time that i've been a full-time creative i've been in the pandemic I've been in lockdown. So that's so nice. Yeah. And so that's why, like, for me, I had it was such a weird, unique way of kind of coming into my full time creative mode. That was my goal, right? Yeah. Like, I am very much the person of like, I need a plan, Mm -hmm. a skeleton of a plan. If Mm -hmm. we deviate from the plan, if the plan shifts and change and suddenly it doesn't look like my plan anymore, but it's a plan. Yeah. I know a couple of steps that are coming. Yep. I'm chill. Oh, I'm good. I, God, do I relate? Yes. Yeah. And so like, it's, it's funny because like, I'm a, I'm a person who like, I need control. Yeah. I need to know what's coming. Yeah. But also like, you have to It's like organization, right? Like some amount of yes. prediction or like. Exactly. It, it, with how much you respect people's time and how like detail oriented yeah. you are, it's got to be a, a wild balance to have a career that has so much uncertainty. God, yeah. <laughs> right it is. the anxiety the anxiety for those listening my whole body just seized up it's fine like, uh, yeah <laughs> um and that's the thing is like i don't think i mean i, I shudder to think i don't know that i would still be doing this if my path was more quote-unquote mainstream mm. like if i had to be constantly looking for a new job or constantly looking for, you know, constantly getting fired and then wondering like if I have to have that, you know, have a new boss call the old boss and they're like, well, she's auditioning all the time. She's (laughs) really unprepared and really this and really that. Like that would, it would weigh on me. But then also knowing that I have a string of people behind me who like 
in my mind, I let down in a sense, mm. you know, mm. like that would just have undone me and I probably yeah. would have had to do something else. But that's, that's such an interesting grind to get to where you're at now mm. because like really like the amount of preparation and education and then uncertainty and having mm. to balance and provide for yourself while trying to get the initial roles. Like it's something that, I mean, I never had the deep desire to act or anything mm. like that, mm. but it's something where I've always from the outside looking in being like, that's gotta be a wildly hard industry to get in. And as you're explaining it, I'm like, yeah, sounds yeah. sounds just about as hard as I thought. Yeah. And it's funny because you're one of relatively few people who would say that that was their perspective before mm. talking in this amount of detail or like getting into this much depth because I think that this life is it's it's associated with a lot of glam. Yeah. Literally, I have glam squads. Yeah. I don't pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I show up and they tell me where to look and like, you know, where's my camera? Where's my eyeline? And so someone sick. is making me look less tired than I am. But like it's it's associated with, you know, travel and exotic locations. And like we get to go to award shows and parties and this, that, yeah. and the other. And like really what's become a big part of my personality. <laughs> is being tired, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? Um, and and that's not to say that I am not absolutely the most grateful human being on the planet. You'll find Oh, totally. People. <laughs> It'll give you the like, energy to keep going in the most yeah, tiring cause, times. Because this is what I love more than anything. And I was telling somebody else too, if this is something you want to do, mm. but it's not your absolute number one end all be all joy and passion, don't do it. Really? Not because, you know, oh, you won't make the cut and blah, blah, blah. And like this, that, and the other that I've had people say to me time and time again. It's it's literally because it's so hard. It's so time consuming. It's so uncertain. And it's your life is not your own. Mm. Your schedule is not your own. So if you don't have that love for it. If you don't absolutely eat, sleep, and breathe this, you'll be so miserable. Mm. You know, like. However, on the flip side, I would imagine if you do eat, sleep, and breathe it. It's, it's all worth it. Yeah, and those little it. victories yeah. make everything, everything worth it. Everything. Because you know what? At the end of the day, like if I sit on it too much, if I like sit and think about it or like I'm talking to my mom because this was her dream too. So she like from day one when I said I want to do this and I want to do this for real. And like she knew. I mean, she knew the work ethic that she instilled in me. But if I can, like I am kind of I'm proud of what I have been able to do never forgetting the amount of support that I have been given. Yeah. And then I'm so lucky to that end. Yeah. But I do think that, you know, I am a focused person and I, I'm honest with myself about my capabilities mm -hmm. and my limits in a given moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so with all that, like my mom was always like, okay, what can I, I'm going to do everything I can do to put you in that position. Then the second yeah. you're tired of it, we're done. And so it is nice to like sit and think like, I have wanted to be in the movies since I was three. And it was like, I would see People Magazine like at the grocery store and they have the, you know, best dressed and this, that and the other. And I was like, when it's my turn, I'm going to wear this. And when it's my turn, I'm going to, and not if. Yeah. But like, when? I'm like not if, six when. years old, nine years old. And I'm like, oh, that's what I'm going to wear. I'm going to wear one with that neckline. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Like, yeah. this is, you know, I've been practicing my signature. Like, I'm still, I'm 26. I still like, my boyfriend was like, oh, let me see it then. And I yeah. was like, I got you. Okay. <laughs> like Sharpie, so please. To be able to say that not only have I gotten to do like national and international commercials, I wanted to be represented as a model. And now I have representation in LA, New York, London, and Hong Kong. I 
starred in my first movie. I had never been on a film set ever in my life because it's that vicious cycle of like, they only cast people who have had experience, but you can't get experience if you've never been cast. And like all of that, it's so hard to break in. So to have somebody take a chance on me, this team from that Lifetime movie, and like the director, Doug Campbell, called me personally. And he said, you're our Sabrina. You're our, you know, and I just want you to know that it doesn't happen. (laughs) So I was like, he wants me to feel supported with this phone call. And I was like, there are a lot of people I could possibly let down here. (laughs) But like, but I've gotten to do this. Yeah. And nobody can take that from me, Um, you know? So like, even if it went away tomorrow, I'd be real sad, but yeah. like, you know what I love? I did it. <laughs> what I, what, again, what I'm hearing here and what I love so much is I don't view you as any type of like braggadocious person. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this, like, this is what I want in the podcast. Like, mm. I want somebody to be like, it's fucking hard and this is everything and everything. But I love that you're aware of that. You're mm. appreciative of all the people that have supported you. You're aware of all the little moments and lucky breaks and things. But then you're also like, fuck yeah, I got to do it. And you're not over here saying that you're the world's most famous person and all that. Like it's clearly the beginning of the grind. But I genuinely feel that like, oh my God, you genuinely want this, right? Like, Mm. you know, you've been working at it for so long and now you're starting to feel these little things and you're like, this is fucking sick and I appreciate it so much because it's here. So then to get in the weeds for it, because I I love this, right? Like I love the this moment. What do you think now, like Mm -hmm. in this moment of 2022 where it's starting to go and you don't have to work the day job anymore and you Mm -hmm. have your bits of hosting and your commercials and like films are coming in, Mm -hmm. what do you think? Was there a turning point moment that something changed? Was there something that you can go back to and specifically put your finger on or was it legitimately just a culmination or combination of all of this work leading to this? I think it's both. Mm. I think it's both. I think it was, so in terms of a culmination, it was my agents finding me mm. and being willing to take a chance on me. Okay. I have to give So getting good agents, huge yes, piece. Okay. Huge. The Polygon group, they're absolutely magnificent. Green Muhammad, the kindest yeah. human being on the planet. Eric Shout Davies. Out. Oh my gosh. Um, just in case, like I, I can't pass up a moment to like hell yeah my people because they took me on they took my sisters too Mm. they took so it's been the same day i was signed my sisters were signed with me cool and we've been through this together this entire time and that's something else is my first job was cast with my sister okay um and so i think like that was definitely one of them just the fact that like my parents have never ever ever tried to force me to do anything else as long as i got a degree supportive very supportive and like that's the culmination and then people taking the chance on me giving me the shot with the movie. Yep. That's huge because that is absolutely what has made me I think more legitimate. Yeah. In certain people's eyes like casting and production and all that. Yeah. Cuz now I have the footage you that have I had to it. fight it's for. Real. And you've been you have the yeah. experience on the sets. Mm-hmm. You know what it's exactly. like. You know how to interact with people. You know how to show up on your mark and say yeah and i knew how to i knew how to do that before i got there but But then you you did the thing you somebody to yeah Yeah. you have to have somebody give you the chance to show Mm. that you can do it Mm. and then the i think but the turning point was probably getting the hosting job really yeah i swear to you more so than the movie not necessarily i think that it took me from this is a dream Mm. 
this is what I hope for mm. to I can do this wow. in my own head. And then also like, like legitimately, you know what yeah. I mean? I think you'll find fewer people on the planet who a, a general artist thing that I find mm. is that we all have horrific imposter syndrome. <sighs> awful. Bad. We are our worst critics. Yeah. I am vicious to myself. Yeah. It is awful. It I'm working and on it with my therapist. It, right? We're aware. I'm working on it with my mommy and my sisters and my mm. therapist. <laughs> because what it did was it gave me, I'd never hosted a day in my life before this job in 2020 the show was on march 9th 2020 the first show i was terrified at the auditions it was there was a lot happening like there were health issues in my family like mm. my brain was just not there yeah, it was hard and it to was be fully present the worst audition of my life Fuck. my mom had driven me because i was so tired and things were so not great for us as a family because of everything happening she didn't want me to drive alone yeah because i just wasn't yeah that's i just great. That's wasn't support. aware that's awesome and so she's going over it in the car and everything and i come out and i just like burst into tears and i told her like i was the worst like i just could not get it together and she's like i think you should go back in <sighs> which is unhurt you yeah. do not do that yeah, 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 yeah. do not do that ever in any audit you don't do that yeah and but i had seen on the call sheet yeah. that i was the last one of the day oh so whatever they were doing which i heard it might have been i don't know that it was their lunch but they had a lull in the day yeah so i was like was i can't do it i can't do it i do can't it. do it and we're driving away and i'm sobbing and i was like okay i have to go back okay and so she turned around like we were about to get on the freeway she was like if you're going to make the decision you have to do it now and so we turned back around and i went in and i said to security um, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so, the casting directors. I was like, they said that if I had any questions I could ask, I know that they're on a break right now. Do you think it's okay if I just slide in there? And and he was like, yeah, sure. And like, let me go back through. And I told him, I said, I'm so sorry to bother you. Waste your time. I never do this. I never, ever do this. I was just wondering if I could try one more time just to prove to me that I can do it. Oh, that just gave yeah, me chills. Yeah, like I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Holy, <laughs> just fuck. for me. And they were like, "Oh my gosh, no, you don't have to do that." And they like casting people never say anything like this, but yeah. they were like, "We loved your audition. Like you were one of our favorites." And da, da, da. and I was like, "Okay, these people are either blowing smoke or they're being really nice because clearly a human being is about to break in front of them." <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> human beings. <laughs> yeah, like I was like barely holding myself. I don't know. It's. This story could be very embarrassing. <laughs> it no, it's is. so honest and real. But, I love it. I'm so in. I mean, and I wouldn't have done it if my mom hadn't like. Yeah. Really. She wasn't going to force me, but she was really. And she knows her opinion is yeah. very. So she's very yeah. careful with what she says yeah. because she knows that it stays with me. But mm -hmm. but I just was like, she's right. I will regret it for the rest of my life if I don't go back in. And so I did it. They let me do it again. I said, just for me, please. Like, I just have to know for so you myself. Did you actually did run. So I did it. And. I left and I felt felt okay and and I was like all right like one of the worst worst auditions of my life if not the worst but they let me like what a kindness that these people let me go do it again and I'm going to walk away knowing that on my worst day yeah. they let me come back and do it yeah. and I did it and oh I know God, I did it the principle of it too and props thank you and then it was funny because then I was at the day job and yeah. I got the call that I got the job and that, you know, we were going to be filming the next week. And um, and it was funny because there is an anchor 
there's a host. Her name is Erin Lim. She's now Erin Lim Rhodes. Um, mm. She's from E! News. She does the rundown. She's always on the red carpet for the Oscars, the Grammys, the this, the that. Okay, cool. Her sense of humor has always struck me as like me, like we might get along because the things she finds funny, I just, I think she's hysterical and like I crack similar jokes and whatever. And yeah, like, yeah. And so I was studying her, studying her, studying her just like over and over and over because I was just like, monkey see, monkey do. I've never hosted. I don't know the first thing about the cadence. I don't know the yeah, first thing about like the banter. Inspo. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I've done improv. Yeah. Hell yeah. But hosting is different. Yeah. Because you're not necessarily with another partner who's done improv or who's ready for the right. this out of the Yeah. Game. And you know, because we <laughs> talked about this when we were yeah. hosting at South by to prepare for that horrific audition I had <laughs> that I had to do over, I had been watching her. And then when I got the job, then I'm learning on the job. I'm doing it, you know, weekly and and then like bi-weekly and like, you know, um, I'm getting on their Instagram. I'm doing socials. I'm doing, you know, fun things. I end up doing this uh, show called She and Together Fest. It was a virtual yeah. music festival. Okay. They had Nick Jonas, Steve Aoki, Marin Morris, uh, Tanache and Lunai. Yeah. And you're hosting. Sick. It. Yes. Wow. Sick, sick lineup. My celebrity co-host, this is about a year later. This is just after my one year anniversary. You with fucking this company. manifested, didn't you? My celebrity co-host was Aaron Lim. And I was, so just like, you know, the full circle thing. Yeah. It just and that's what I really think was the turning point for me was because I am now able to think on my feet for any level of performance, any type of performance. Mm. I am able to adjust to situations yeah. in the moment because like I had done improv through high school and college, but yeah. it, you know, when you step away from it and you're only in auditions now and like I wasn't really taking classes because I lived really far away from LA and I didn't have time because I was working full time and this, that, and the other. And like you make it work. People make it totally. work all the time. Yeah. But it just wasn't financially my it wasn't a possibility for me to be in classes and like keep it going that way. Yeah. So my way of like continuing to exercise the muscle was the auditions. Right. Just things are so different as a host. They're so different as, and not necessarily now in mm. my perspective or from my perspective, but at the time I was just like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. Like, what the <laughs> and then um, to be able to see that I could flip this experience and use it as a platform for anything in this business that I wanted to do because now I have so much footage and I've, you know, I write for the show. I do production on the show. Wow. I did a two hour special for them for black history month where I was interviewing two black designers that they have been, um, uplifting and yeah. And like I did and, and two years ago now I, I, you asked me to do that. I would have been like, what? How? How? I don't yeah. know where to begin. And we had for that music festival, we had over a million live viewers. And that was like 1.4, 1.6, I think, maybe something. And then my, you know, the Sheehan shows will be anywhere between like 200,000 viewers in the live hour to 500,000 in the live hour. Damn. So kind of what I'm hearing when I zoom out of it is like the reason that that one was so important is because it was really the most experience. Like it, it was the thing that gave you so much that experience so much. in your mm -hmm. professional field. Yeah. So like the trial by fire, just being thrown into it and really owning it and running it is the thing that ended up paying off. We're desperately trying. I was like, every single week they're gonna fire me. They're yeah. gonna fire me because I'm <laughs> I'm I'm horrible at this. Did that ever <laughs> like, go away? <laughs> no not, not at weird. all not at all like it stays with me to this day i mean Fucking. the people who hired me were absolutely 
angels and and you know they were involved in marketing and they were involved in this because they actually work directly for the brand and Mm. the brand does its own in-house casting for everything they don't seek out any other casting agencies as far as i know but or they didn't at the time but so then they were you know multi-hyphenate talents in their own right and so then i'm learning and trying to absorb and it's like monkey see monkey do and like so a lot of the things that i know how to do now like production and i know how to you know my degree was writing and research heavy Mm. and that was something that i was able to flip and i use it every day oh man i use my degree every single day wow which is kind of rare to hear which you wouldn't think would be the thing but yeah and like so that's the thing is i think you know, this was a really long. No, this is thing. it. This is what but, I love. But you know, when you were asking, like, was it a culmination, a culmination of experiences, or was it a pivotal moment? I think, like, just like going back, it makes me emotional. Like mm. being back in that, like sitting in that passenger seat and knowing by myself, like not even having talked to anybody, like how low I was mentally, emotionally, physically, like I was probably at the lowest weight of my life because I was so like tired and depressed and like, am I wasting my life and time here? And having my mom and dad and family and the team just be like, no, your time is coming. Your time is coming. You just can't give up. And then having that absolute worst day, the worst (laughs) worst day and like and they let me do it again the literal like movie scene moment of life of like you're in the car with your mom like broken down and you're like i have to go back i have to do it again yeah that's so crazy because now here you are in like that moment that thing that's cool that's encouraging because i think (laughs) everyone can relate to like just the fucking lows and like not knowing when that break will be yeah but I like that your break was earned and not oh, luck, right? No, like, I mean, like, I, I appreciate that. I think like it is a whole lot of luck because you get to a certain level and everybody's got something. Like sure. everybody is good at something. Well, you and... did something about it though, right? <laughs> like you didn't leave that one day to fate. You did everything in your power to rectify that. And that's pretty Thank cool. You. And that's, that goes back to the control thing where I was yeah. like, my entire world, my entire professional life is completely out of my control to a certain extent. Like mm. I'm not the one who says who gets cast in the things that I want to be in. Yeah. Right. I can cast other things. And like right. I've produced films and I've produced a fashion film and I've like done directorial work and I've done this and done that. So like now I also understand the thought process behind it. Yeah. But that's another thing is like I try to use whatever i come across uh-huh. and figure out how to best position myself for the next uh, job yeah or the next like you're stacking role. you're compounding every experience everything you're learning is adding to the thing that you're trying to do next or you're finding the lessons and the things that you can bring yeah. over yeah that's cool and i again i think that 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 probably is natural for you but maybe you don't realize it i think again this is kind of any industry or field is People don't think like that unless they genuinely care. Because you can show up and do the job and be like, all right, yeah, I guess I'll write this script. It's not what I do. And, you know, then that's it. Or you can be like, oh, cool. If I learn how to do this, this means I can do this into this into this into this, which is, you know, like kind of one of those little, little moments of like, yeah, you really do love this. It's cool. I appreciate it. And thank you. Because that like, it kind of does validate like, yeah, this is 
this and is all I've ever wanted. <laughs> to speak to that skill, like seeing it firsthand, like that's what yeah. stood out to me is like you so openly, you're like, I'm really not a car person. I love entertaining people. I love hosting. And you're like, this is going to be certain bits of it is going to be new to me. And I was like, don't worry, I'll do the nerdy car stuff. You bring the vibes and host and do the stuff that I don't know. But then I watched you entertain, or I, I sorry, sorry, I watched you research and I watched you like really go in. And by the end of it, you're over here talking about battery charging systems and brakes and dynamics of cars. And I'm like, you like went in. So to show how much you do research and how much you actually use your degree, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's what that is. Oh, thank you. No, I appreciate it. I mean, if you asked me about any of that in this very moment, I'd be like, uh, (laughs) we Mm -hmm. have to like start again. (laughs) But I still have all my research. I still have all, I just refresh. But that, that really is what it is, is like, because, you know, I want to do a good job. Mm. I want to make sure that like, I, I wanted to make sure I was a solid partner for you. Mm. And then there's nothing worse than someone taking the time to come chat and they feel like you didn't yeah, any, right. Any time, like how disrespectful to, they came is all the way from Germany. To, right? Like, these, yeah, these people. You know, yeah. like this chick just flew in from L.A. or Utah or wherever the heck I was prior, and like, yeah, you know, the filmings and whatnot. Like, they don't know what right. I was dealing with prior, so like, it's not. Never, I guess. I don't know. There just was no excuse to not do what I could to be prepared. So like, right. I didn't go out to dinner with the team. I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, I didn't. You know. uh really explore south by at all i didn't see any of the other booths or yeah, anything you were in professional because i was like up till probably three or four at one point i was up till five in the morning researching and writing and like and it's funny because seeing the finished notes and everything they were so short because yeah. i didn't want to write too much and be reading it right yeah so i was like it looks like i threw this together in about three minutes and it was like this giant paragraph like consolidated consolidated <laughs> yeah. consolidated yeah yeah but that's how like like, I don't know if you noticed, but there would be certain talking points or like certain. And I mean, we repeated the panels, you know, a couple times a day or something sometimes or, you know, mm-hmm. details for the we can remove that. I like the but details. Yeah. I just the way that our booth was set up, the way our scheduling was set up, Porsche really allowed us to, you know, kind of get the kinks out of our first talk and then the next day we would get to do the same talk at the same time yeah we hit it stride and yeah and we like really clicked in our you know our cadence our back and forth our banter all of that like really locked in relatively quickly too i mean i was very proud and pleased and i was like well that's because he's good (laughs) but like (laughs) i needed you so but then nah we were we were flying we were there for each other and i was really really happy i feel like we had like a look like i feel like you could see it in our eyes where i saw when you blacked out sydney i'm lost (laughs) yeah like you said it it's like i had yeah and i said just look at my eyes because you'll see like if i'm fighting the glaze or something it's (laughs) because i'm retreating trying to remember what is Mm -hmm. happening or like what's going on and And we would have the eyes and we'd be like i'm lost i'm lost yeah, help yeah, me yeah. and the other one or like would at step one point in we and- started we kind of started like it wasn't like a flick of the wrist or anything but it was like we would move our microphones in the same way <sighs> to like cue to the other person i have something to say now and so then we had like so much less um like crossover yeah. or anything or like cutting each other because like you know 
the system isn't it, it wasn't a permanent setup or anything no. so like yeah the team was astounding the sound was amazing but there's only so much they can do if like i keep cutting you off or something or you know like we keep moving the microphones away from yeah our, as i jump away from the microphone now there's so much happening in your brain and everything um and and so much that goes on behind the scenes that nobody knows. So yeah, I was always coming in really tired because I was really scared that I was going to look like an idiot and, and that I just, was going to make Portia look bad. Like, why would they hire her? <laughs> so, so you just like took it so seriously. I, and oh, I told everyone. And, like everyone was laughing at me because I was like, I have to go do homework. And like, I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, yeah. I was just like, no, I have to go do homework. So like, yeah. I'll see you guys later. And they're like, homework. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, shoot. Like, mm. You know, 14 again. (laughs) It's funny because I did a whole lot of that. And then I had a moment with Thaddeus and he, after the first one that we did was like, basically I'm paraphrasing it, but basically like we went for like a little walk, like to that coffee shop that was across the street. And he was like, you're in what you think a host is mode. And he was like, just be yourself. Mm. And as soon as that clicked, matched with our dynamic and the forward research and preparation that's where i was like okay cool we're good but Mm. my thing that was so crazy was like i felt the pressure of like oh i'm up here with professionals like you're a professional host you do Mm. this you've done this like i don't have that right i have podcasts and i've done a couple like little live podcast things so i was going on acting as a host and i i'm sure the original first talk people wouldn't have known it but a close no, friend like because i caught the knew. tail end yeah and, and yeah. dad was like don't do that just be you and that's when it clicked for good me. for that yo right good for him because that's it's funny because that's what my mom always says she goes no 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 we're gonna do this as you know sydney mm. sydney hosting mm-hmm. not what sydney thinks is a host yeah or Sydney's this character. How would yeah. Sydney say this? Isn't that interesting? Like, though? This isn't something you, Sydney, would say, but how would you? Or mm-hmm. like, what's something similar? Because with acting and everything, like, I feel like a comment that I'll hear from people all the time about, like, you know, you see a movie or something, they're like, oh, he's the same in everything. Oh, she's the same in everything. And like, that can be true, maybe because, you know, I don't know. I can't even, I don't even want to get into the breakdown of that because I'm not going to have anybody like put in their minds what I think to that end. Yeah. It is true. I'm sure like growing up, I said that about actors too, but then like getting to that point where I'm doing the same thing, it's yes, there are ways and like there are method actors and like brilliant performers who like you absolutely, it is not the same person at all from Mm. one film to the next or one show to the next or what have you. But the most natural, the most believable are saying it in their own voice you know what i mean like whether or not they're changing up the dialect or they're changing up you know like there are i think uh was it eddie redmayne who played stephen hawking and Mm. like the physicality and everything he was literally um it was the theory of everything wow and um and he was in it and his physicality for like as he's going through the you know, the diagnosis and he's going through the, you know, breakdown of, of the muscles and everything. Yes. And it's brilliant. I think when it gets down to like the brass tacks, it's, it's how would you say it? 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. at least at least like at the core. Yeah. How would yeah. you say it? Let's go from there. Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't say or like the person you're playing is a real person. Mm-hmm. Like then you're a little more constricted because you have someone that you're trying to portray specifically. But then like someone who's just on a page where you get to. I mean, my boyfriend is a screenwriter. So mm-hmm. like I read everything in my voice first, mm-hmm. you know. Because mm-hmm. these people yeah. don't exist yet, right? Like in the world, there's no visual representation of them. You're reading a book, yeah. you're reading a story. When you read a book, you read it in your voice, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, I could yeah. be saying nonsense, but no, 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 no. But that's I, yeah, what I do. you know. That's what I think is like like good for Thad because it also takes getting out of your head and having someone who knows you really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. In my case, it's my mother. I was just going to say, it sounds yeah. like that's what she's been for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah, I mean, and she's just gifted. Like, yeah. I have this whole campaign. I'm going to make her famous. It's great. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I have plans. I have plans for people. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like, because she's, she's so good and she's so gifted and she is, you know, she's, I've said it before, she's one of the finest actors anyone would ever come across she could blow people out of the water Damn. like but she's the most humble you'll never know like mm. she'll never bring it up to anybody she mm-hmm. never like it horrifies her to talk about it mm. horrifies her yeah, you've but got yeah. the plan he'll make it happen i'm shameless when it's for other people i don't yeah, care it's like, funny. i know i'm right these people are gifted this person is really good at this this person's really good at that like yeah they need to be on this platform yeah so God. and i've had so many people look out for me like that's something too is you know I feel like if anybody pulls anything from this, whether you're an actor, a writer, a dancer, a, you know, YouTuber, musician, what have you, use your resources around you and the people around you. And like, as long as, you know, they know that you're grateful and like, you're literally just trying to learn. It's not yeah. that you're asking for favors. Yeah. You're just trying to learn. Yeah. That's why, like when we were, were chatting, you let me know, like, you gave me so many pointers. You were filling me in on like the guests that you'd already spoken with and yeah. everything. I was so grateful for that. And then, you know, I was like, okay, so the only thing that I'll say, you know, cause I never assume I know more than anybody else, but knowing that you hadn't hosted necessarily yeah. in front of a live audience, oh, even with yeah. streamers or something where you yeah. can see comments coming in. Like I knew that there were certain things that like were distracting me yep. when I started yep. and distract me now, you yeah. know, and it takes you out of it and you need to click in because you have to be so focused. Yeah, and that's you why your body the is blackout tired. Moment. I tell yeah. you about the blackout moment. <laughs> yes. It's real. Like, you forget what you said. <laughs> yeah. Like it's was super that up there? real. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but that's the thing is like as long as you come at it from a place of gratitude, which I think is something that's so inherent to you like Mm. it's just inherently a part of your being and it is um you know definitely a place where i make it a point to come from Mm. you know at any point of my life if people know you're grateful and you're not trying to take advantage they're going to be willing to share what they know yeah you know and help you god do i believe in that golly because i have had so many people take me under their wing so many people take the time to like really be kind so many people who didn't Mm. but but there were so many people who helped me out so i'm always like there was somebody who came up i think her name was america what's up america sick name came up at south by and was like i really want to do what you do and i was Mm -hmm. like well hit me up on instagram i'll talk to you like i don't care yeah (laughs) like let me know i need to message her but (laughs) but like and so that's that's the thing too not to go off on this huge tangent but it's just like you know 
this is the how I built this for creative. That's what it is. You know, there's no one right way, but as long as you come at it from, I think a place of humility, understanding what you know and what you don't, and always keeping in mind that you can always learn more Mm. no more. Mm. All men to that. Right? Like, you're going to be fine. That's so sick. Yeah. There are a lot of people, there's that saying that like, um, you're always like maybe two degrees, three degrees away from anyone else in the city or the world or what have you. Like, Mm. from anything you need to know or anyone who might know the thing that you're trying to find out. Yeah. Especially now with the internet, like game over. You just reach out and ask. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then to conclude, what a great, like I'm so happy that I learned your story more and it like makes me appreciate all of it that much more. But I mean, we really are at the beginning. Like it's the first ever feature film, right? Like it's it's so. only just starting. <laughs> Thank you. I'm curious to kind of mark this place in time. Mm-hmm. Right now, what are you looking forward to? What are some of the goals? What what oh, what gosh. do you look forward to to say, damn, this would be sick? What do I want next? I want to. It's so yeah it's so funny because it's a journey and like i'm so at the point where i'm open to anything because like for so long i was like i'm just an actor i'm just an actor i'm just an actor and then i started modeling because like i'm really tall people can't tell if they're subscribing and watching this because i have Mm. zero torso but i'm (laughs) i'm quite i'm quite long quite tall and i'm not athletically inclined so i had to do something with it and ended up being runway because i can walk most days in a straight line (laughs) but i think like just being able to pivot and everything and staying open to that it's kind of just like whatever comes my way if it resonates then great i think i would love to continue down the hosting path and Mm -hmm. so in my mind, I'm kind of starting to manifest like an e-news situation. Like I want to work with Aaron Lim again. Ooh. I'm manifesting a, uh, you know, we're just like, yeah, like putting it out there that I, I'm really, I'm up for more and more film auditions. Mm. Luckily, because my team is incredible. I'm really enjoying the audition process now. Yeah which is something that didn't always used to be the thing because like you hold on to it and you want it so bad. Yeah. I mean, looking forward to the things that are coming out that are concrete that I know are coming. I have a couple commercials, like the one that I was filming right before yeah. I met you. Might be then, seen by yeah, a lot of people. It It's looking like it might. We're Pretty gonna, cool. They were talking about uh, airing it globally. And then I have another one that'll be national that I just finished up for a hair product. Dang. So, you know, my face will be out there uh, in a few ways. Um, but yeah, I think I'm also, because we were talking about this before we started taping. Yeah. Just that like with everything being so incredible and like I feel so fortunate, but you and I have like not felt like we got to catch up on yeah. the work and on everything oh because we were literally like travel, 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 work, 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 work. So no nonstop. downtime in between, no time to reset. And then, you know, I'm still catching up on correspondence from a couple weeks ago. This is not my normal, but you know, <laughs> things happen. What can you do? So I think I'm just going to kind of, if now is the time to take a breath, I'll accept it and I'll embrace it. Yeah. And then if something else comes up, then I'm ready to go for that too. Cause like that's the thing is just be ready to say yes. So damn, you've had some heaters in this Ooh, one. There's some couple of clips. Thank you. Thank you. 
Damn. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank this was you so, fun. so much for having me. I legitimately think you are one of the coolest people I've <laughs> ever come across. Oh my my whole family and my boyfriend know who you are. Oh. So like they all want to meet you and hang out. <laughs> Yo, like I'm saying, like I genuinely feel like I made a friend. Like it yeah. was so cool. You and, didn't and... know you, you were going to be stuck with me and Mm-mm. I'm sorry. No, but, but I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> You're stuck with me. No, I'm so so happy and I'm very like how many more times can I say I'm grateful I'm thankful I'm this I'm that but like really I think that you know you are such an interesting human what you do the way that you highlight talent the way that you give somebody the opportunity to really talk about how they started you were like Mm. I didn't know your story like I'm so excited Mm. and I was like shoot do I know my story like I haven't gotten to I haven't gotten to sit and like reflect on where I've come from or like how far i've come yeah and that's a gift so thank you for that you're so that welcome like it's really surreal it's it's very i hope and i think it is mutually beneficial all around because selfishly i love to hear the stories but i, I genuinely think that by people like yourself sharing the blueprint and the current up-to-date here's how i got to here i would hope that it inspires and encourages people to continue on their paths so hopefully everybody wins. Oh my god! And selfishly, hopefully. I just get to vibe and hear a story for an hour with my friends. I mean, thank you. Jeez, I probably held you hostage for more like two, but but like that's my favorite thing. Like I like as the host, like, I just like to chill and hear yeah. stories and all that. So thank you for being engaging and sharing so well. It was well, awesome. hey, you're a great host. Podcasts, live shows. What's next, Andrew? I can't wait to see. Let's go. Let's just now do I'm a traveling you. circuit of. <laughs> a Porsche activation together. Absolutely. I'm that's, ready. We were invited to, we were invited to Germany. That's so true. Let's go. That's next. But if I may, if anybody is ever interested in chatting or if they ever want to start, you know, the acting, the hosting, the modeling or, you know, I also do writing and production and things like that. So yeah. y'all can come hang out with me at I am Sydney Ham on literally every platform. Cool. It's, again, at I am Sydney Ham. It rhymes. Um, No, that's awesome. I'm glad you said that because I I think that if anybody is here at the end of this and they related to your story or they have questions, I love it when guests are willing to help out and talk to anybody. So you heard it. Please hit her up. I love hearing from listeners. I love hearing when episodes hit and when they helped. So uh, please let us both know if that helped. Please do. And go check out uh, Swim Instructor Nightmare, if you would, on Yo, Lifetime. Yeah, Hulu, that's the movie. We, yeah, we, we, we went Amazon all this way Prime. and didn't say it. Swim Instructor Nightmare. Swim Instructor Nightmare. I always forget. I'm just like, because, you know, it's like it, it, it was it was my baby for like a hot second. But then like, yeah, I don't know. You I, get shy I gotta be real with you. It. I still have to watch it. I haven't I haven't watched it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I appreciate but, you wanting. But you're a busy man. <laughs> but, but also check me out. Like I... I only want to do so much research before doing a podcast because right. if I think somebody's like too famous or like too popping, I'll get like nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like no, I want to know you as my friend and then I can like watch it and be like, that's oh shit, that's so, my friend. That is so funny. Famous, not by any means. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, if anything, I might get famous because of this, this episode. <laughs> here, so thank you. That would, uh, all the Andrew fans. We're not quite there yet, but <laughs> one would help. All right. Nah, see, I'm making the call now too. Let's go. I'm making the call. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. I know these things. 
Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. So there you have it, Sydney Ham's episode. I hope you liked that one. I certainly did. It was so fun to host an event with her at South by Southwest. And the vibe that we had was just something real special. So I thought it would make for a good podcast. And I genuinely didn't know that much about her story. And I also really don't know what it takes to become an actress. So hearing her explain that and break it down the way that she did was wild to me. Like she said at the end, if there's anything that you're interested in or if there's anything that she could help you or give you advice with, hit her up. She's more than down and she's a super kind, genuine, helpful person. Also hit me up if you like the podcast. I love to hear from you. I love to hear suggestions of guests and to see that the podcast is helping and inspiring people is really cool. With that said, if you want to help me get the word out even further, please share this with a friend anywhere. Text it to them, post it on social media, anything but word of mouth in general is so genuinely helpful for the podcast, helps it grow and get discovered and let me talk to new rad people. So it genuinely means so much and it's something that you can do totally for free. Outside of that, if you do want to go above and beyond, you can support the podcast on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash where are all my friends. Or you can just subscribe wherever you listen, write a review, leave five stars. Even now on Spotify, you can leave five stars. That helps. All of these things all just help it get discovered and help me keep doing it. And I really want to keep doing it. So anything is appreciated. As always, thank you for listening. I'll be back next week with another episode.